Amidst the grounds of the Miskatonic University stands a grim archive. Within lies a collection of the darkest secrets known to mankind. But visitor beware, for what horrors lie within their pages. Can you resist their maddening call, or will you succumb to the tales from the own library? Tonight's story, A Nightmare on Canvas, Episode 1, Status Quo. Tonight's story is our second role-playing story arc, featuring new and returning characters alike. Starring Colin DeYoung as conman Frank Taylor, Benjamin Van Rogel returning as musician Herbert Holman, Noah Yardley as gambler Nigel Rasputin, and featuring the new talents of Brittany Shesnuck as singer Eliza Thompson and Stephen Anderson as lawyer Clovis McNeil. Together, they will work to find out what is really going on at the Argo Finch estate. It is a dark, rainy night. We see a large mansion situated on a small island on a choppy lake. A single light shines through a second-story window. We can hear muttering and maniacal laughing coming from the room. Inside, staring down a large canvas painting of something so horrible and blasphemous, stands a gaunt man, shirtless and covered in blood and paint. I cannot bear the sight of you any longer. When will you stop haunting my vision? He screams. Out comes a blade, and with a swift motion, he slashes across his eyes. He curls in a ball on the floor, halfway between agony and ecstasy. It's not working. I can still see you. He scrambles for the blade before dragging it across his wrists repeatedly. A distant rumble of thunder does little to drown the hysterical screaming. Welcome back, listeners, to the Tales from the Orn Library. Tonight starts our first session of the Nightmare on Canvas one-shot. Argo Finch is dead. All the newspapers are talking about it, and of course they would. He's the most popular artist of the decade. Whether directly invited, helping, or answering to ads in the newspaper, you are all attending the auction of the complete works of Mr. Argo Finch. We start with you, Mr. Clovis McNail. You want to describe yourself real quick? Yeah, uh, Clovis McNail. Um, about average height. Uh, got black hair. They keep it slicked back. Um, that's what we always did back in my neighborhood. Um, I've been described in the past before as a disheveled-looking Great Gatsby. Um, <laughs> I, I keep my appearance kind of untidy. Not on purpose, but just because I got a busy schedule. So, if you see me greasing back my hair on the job, uh, it's nothing to do with you. I just gotta make sure I'm ship-shape. Okay. Uh, 
you are stepping up the step um, you're stepping up the stairs towards the Finch estate a grand kind of sort of gothic revival style mansion and uh, at the top of the stairs is a, um, a middle-aged man bald uh, kind of a weaselly face think Hiram Burroughs from Dishonored he notices your approach and uh, nods Mr. McNeil it's good to see you uh, I am Matthias uh, Matthias Cornwall. I'm the head auctioneer today. I assume you're here to review the will and make sure everything is in order? Yeah, just making sure everything's tidy up before uh, we sign off on it. Very well. Uh, if you follow me, we can get that squared right away. Mr. Cornwall leads you into the building. It's very uh, empty compared to what you would expect. You, knowing Mr. Finch, you know that his family died a few years ago, and he uh, alone inherited the family estate. Um, he was a lonely man, never married, never had a family. So it's very, it's very strange to see such a big place so empty. He leads you into the office um, to go over some paperwork, and as he does, the door opens as um, people carrying instruments begin to enter into the room. You two wouldn't mind introducing your your characters, and at least how you enter. Um, I'm Eliza Thompson. I guess I just saunter in, talking to some of the instrumentalists as we walk in. I'm a brunette with green eyes, um, medium length hair, all curled up for the time period. Um, skinny, very very elegant and glamorous looking. Um, I'm a jazz singer. <laughs> one of those instrumentalists. Uh, I'm Herbert Holman. Uh, I'm a keyboardist, formerly saxophonist uh, in the band. I am an African-American man. Uh, and I think the... Uh, established look of my character is that I'm John Coltrane with slightly longer hair and did I say glasses before? Yeah, glasses. glasses. Uh, I should mention um. that I am Caucasian. Alright. Uh, you guys, um, a, uh, a man in a very nice tuxedo. He's uh, got a very uh, graying hair, salt and pepper. He's got a nice handlebar mustache. Uh, greets you. I assume you are the band to be playing tonight, correct? Yes, we are. I am Oswald Burroughs. I am Finch's former butler. I am overseeing the estate matters in his absence. If you follow me, the uh, auction will take place on the terrace patio. You, we have a bandstand set up for you already. You, you may leave your instruments and instrument cases in the music room, but please, right this way. Absolutely. And uh, he leads you off to the terrace. It's um, it's about noon uh, at the moment, and it's uh, it's not cloudy. It's not sunny. You know, it's it's in between. You get nice nice uh, pockets of sunshine. Um, the air smells of uh, petrichor as it rained last night. Um, and you really get a, a nice view of how this mansion is situated. 
this mansion is uh, smack dab in the middle of a lake. Hmm. It's on its own little island. Um, and the sun just glints off and the uh, larks are singing. It's a nice, peaceful, peaceful situation. Um, your band starts to set up and take out their instruments and start tuning. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, sorry, what was the uh, butler's name? Oswald Burroughs. Um, excuse me, uh, Mr. Burroughs. Yes. Um, just so we are clear on what we're uh, doing here, are we providing more background music or are we more a direct entertainment for the uh, evening? Of, of course, yes. Um, well, uh, the auction will have three intermissions, um, each about an hour long. Um, during those intermissions is where you will be playing, providing the entertainment. Um, we'd, uh, we'd ask you to refrain from playing during during the auction, of as course. that can get um, chaotic, and uh, those in charge may not be able to hear exactly what's going on. Um, does, that, does that answer your question? Yes, thank you. If you ever need anything, I will be inside. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And he nods and walks inside. Uh, going back to Clovis, uh, you finish up with your business, and um, uh, he leads you out of the office. And nice for a handshake. Well, is there anything else you need from me? You know, I think everything's uh, about in order. All these documents are good. Uh, <clears throat> maybe I'll stick around, check out the auction. You know? Yes, please. Uh, it would, as a friend. A Finch, I imagine it would do you well to see some of his collected works. Of course. I've always been a big fan. He definitely had a, uh, a certain style, <laughs> to say the least. I'd be surprised if we get 25, even 50 here. Well, here's hoping. Yes, indeed. Uh, f- a few men uh, start walking down a staircase. Oh, you know what? I should probably... Pull out the handy dandy map. <gasps> it's the map. It's the map. It's the map. It's the map. The map. Oh boy. Um, this looks complicated. So, you are here in the office. Um, there are some stairs down this way. A couple of men um, are walking down the stairs carrying a large. A uh, large painting covered in a white cloth, and um, as they're walking, one of them steps on the on the cloth and it yanks it off, and uh, you, Clovis, get a very good look at the painting. Um, it depicts uh, what looks like a uh, a very disproportioned man um, or figure standing on top of a what looks to be a bridge. The water beneath is this dark, ominous red. Um, and the moon almost seems to be looking like it's melting. And there's something about it that just gets to you. Make the first sanity roll of the night. 25. Okay, you managed to just kind of shake it off, but it, it's it's unnerving. Um, so you don't lose any sanity. Jesus. See what I mean? Some of this art is just not for the faint of heart. This is his stuff? Yes. 
Yes, it is. Hmm. Looks uh, different than what I remember. Well, he didn't really go public with a lot of his work. Um, he kept it to himself. He relied on his uh, the uh, inheritance, really, for his the majority of, the, of his income in his later years. I assume you uh, know how he died, correct? I uh, heard stories. I'm not really sure uh, what the truth of it, though. Well, it's uh, a bit graphic, so if you, if you don't mind that, I can tell you. Yeah, shoot. That might be in bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. It's going to be an oof for me, dog. <laughs> well, um, I sure you know of his uh, weakening mental state. Well, uh, he took his own life, but he gouged out his own eyes first. Jesus. Yes, so I assume... I, I would sooner have that under wraps. If people ask, the story is that he took his own life. As a, as your legal representation, I can't say anything more than what you want me to say. Thank you. Well, it's about that time. People should be showing up soon. Uh, please, take a seat out on the terrace and enjoy the weather. Will do. All right. So, a few hours later, we see the other side of the lake as a ferry is taking a uh, group of people across, carrying um, our friend Frank Taylor and our, our other friend Nigel Rasputin. If you want to go ahead and describe what you look like, Frank. Oh, yeah. Um, where Mr. McNail looks like an unkempt, untidy uh, Gatsby. I look more like a regular Gatsby. <laughs> Ouch. In that um, I'm formally dressed, usually with a vest. Um, my hair is tidy, and my general look is very um, cool, I should say. Well kept. Um, I should mention, by the way, uh, I'm wearing a tweed jacket and uh, a white shirt buttoned down underneath that's not pressed. But it's into it's like it's tucked into my um, it's it's tucked into my suit pants anyway. Okay. All right, and then Nigel. Uh, Nigel is very tall. Uh, he's got short curly hair. Uh, he's relatively neat, uh, but for the most part casual. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So the two of you are on the ferry. Um, you see the Finch Estate. And it's a very grand affair. And there's a bunch of other passengers with you, and there's about... There's a few of them who are of note. There is a, um, a very large, red-headed man. Um, got, like, three chins. In a, in a white-pressed suit. You know, got a cane and all that. Looks very uh, rich. There is an elderly woman with uh, short hair and large, round glasses. Um, she's kind of got a bit of a arrogant snooty look to her and um, she appears to be arguing with an, another elderly gentleman who has a nice full beard um, balding but has long hair he's dressed in a night in um, a very British suit um, there is a, uh, a young man dressed in, uh, 
dressed in a uh, pinstripe suit and fedora. He's got two similarly dressed men standing beside him who have got their arms crossed. May or may not look very mob-like. Who knows? 19, 20 times are scary. <laughs> um, yeah, there is a short, um, stocky man. Looks to be of Jewish descent. He's got salt and pepper curly hair. Um, seems very twitchy. And then finally there is a, um, a very tall, slender um, woman in her middle age. Uh, she's blonde, wearing a very uh, artsy dress. Those are the people who really stand out to you. What would you like to do? Um, I think Frank is going to approach the um, the larger red-headed man and mm-hmm. make his acquaintance. All right. Well, hello there, young man. What's your name? La Norrington. Frank Taylor. Nice to meet you. Wonderful to meet you, boy. I'm sure you've heard of me. I'm the most wealthiest district attorney of all New Orleans, so surely you've heard of me. Oh, of course, of course. The Norringtons are a very prestigious uh, group of individuals. Indeed we are. And he claps you really hard in the back. <gasps> so tell me, what are you doing here at this auction? Well, um, I'm glad you asked, um, because um, I'm something of an art broker myself, and I'm oh. looking to see if I can... Um, Procure some pieces for some clients of mine. Very well. That's good to hear. You see, my wife loves art. And uh, she told me her birthday's coming up. And she wanted something unique to go in the parlor. And I thought to myself, hmm, Lyle, what is the most unique artist you can think of? And I found it with Argo Finch. By golly, you got the most unique type of art around. So that's why I'm here. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, that's some of the most unique art that you can get. <laughs> Indeed. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you, Mr. Norrington. The pleasure was all mine. And as I walk away, I'm going to try to lift something off of him. Okay. Make... Make a <laughs> sleight of hand check for me. Uh, that is a 56 under 70. Okay. Oh. Um, Ooh, sneaky boy. You uh, managed to um, uh, collect his watch. Um, you go for a handshake, and you manage to undo his watch and take it off of him. And I just, uh, I walk away. Okay. Got some skill. Uh, what about you, Nigel? I... Uh, I'm going to be very far away from the mob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm basically just going to try to lose myself in the crowd, listen, uh, people watch. Okay. Yeah. Um, you kind of um, find yourself close to the uh, older couple um, that are arguing. Um, the older gentleman, gentleman uh, looks at her and is like, Edith... Please, I have got more money than you. Every painting that you want, I will have. That is the only reason why I am here. And she looks at him just like, Reginald, how many times does this have to happen before you realize I get the paintings all the time? It's useless for you to try. 
I have money coming from places you wouldn't understand, you British snob. You Boston witch! And they just go back and forth, just arguing it at each other. Anything you like to do? Approach. <laughs> 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 um. How's your psychology? I, uh, that's an excellent question, actually. Uh. I'm just gonna leave them be. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so eventually, um, it doesn't take too long, like 15 minutes, maybe not even 15. Um, you guys arrive at the um, Finch Island and uh, are welcomed in by a, uh, once again, a British looking butler. Um, a very, okay, a very elegant looking butler. Um, welcome, welcome. Uh, the auction is going to take place in the terrace. Uh, please take a seat, and a paddle with a number will be handed to you shortly. Thank you for attending this auction. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Do band members get paddles? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to participate in the auction, you, you can, because uh, you're kind of wealthy like that. You are led in um, down through grand entry, empty entry uh, entryways and rooms to a very nice um, stone terrace that looks out over the lake. Um, birds are singing, the sun's glinting off of the uh, off of the lake. The band is playing some nice jazz, and you take your seat. A and um, one of some of the workers uh, eventually hand you a paddle. Um, you are number 56, number 57. You two happen to be seated next to each other. And, uh, eventually everyone is, uh, brought, is sat down. There's about 50 people, um, in total. Uh, the stately gentleman, Matthias Cornwall, uh, takes at the auction stand. And I clears his throat. <clears throat> As per Mr. Finch's will, all of his artwork is to be auctioned away, and his final work, The Dark Vizier, is to be revealed and sold at the very end of the auction once everything else has been sold. So keep that in mind as you buy these paintings. A painting is brought forward. It's this kind of a Dali-esque. The painting depicts a whale flying through the air um, in a very surrealist manner. Uh, we will start the bidding at fifteen dollars. <laughs> so here's how this is gonna work. Those participating in the auction, you three, um, roll make a credit rating roll. Um, What's your number? Do you uh, you're twelve. Gotcha. Uh, so make a credit rating roll for me. Oops. Is that just straight up just percentage? Yep. <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> well, thirty-seven out of uh, oh, sorry, out of sixty. Yes, so that's a success. Um, that's forty-nine out of sixty. Okay, so both of you succeed. And now, this is a bit of a little bit of math, so I apologize. Um, roll a d four. One. Okay. Three. All right. So that's how many paintings you got. Hmm. Um, 
Finally, roll 2d6 times 5 times the number of paintings you rolled. And that's how much money you spent. Kind of a jump there for me, sorry. Yeah, these paintings are really interesting. Oh, gosh. Holy crap. 60? Okay. 2d6 times 5. So that's, yeah, 60. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay, so you spent $60 on your painting. Shoot. <laughs> well, Man. you watch. Uh, 30. 30. You should have watched uh, his spending, am I right? Times 3, so you spent 90. 90. Oh. Okay, gotcha. Um, so take that from like your cash or your assets. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> your cash jets, if you will. Whew. Oh, wait, out of assets or out of the cash on hand? Cash. Oh, well, <laughs> that exactly zero. sixty. I had exactly sixty dollars, <laughs> but I've got one painting. Wait, how much? Yeah, did you, you only got one. How much did you pay? Oh, right. Okay, I paid yeah. too much. Sixty. Gotcha. <laughs> Must have been a good painting for some surrealist art. <laughs> it's just a bad bidder. <laughs> three paintings. <laughs> You're good at conning people, but the people can con you right back. <laughs> All I right, really so hope he spent sixty dollars on the whale flying through the air. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, a metaphor for my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whale with his head in the clouds. Oh, really? <laughs> actually, no. You know, I really hope that uh, what was his name? Reg, uh, not uh, Reginald. Oh, fucking, uh, Lyle was that the Reginald. guy that was buying paintings for his wife? Yeah. I really hope he bought that one. He's like, oh, it reminds me of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. I'm sorry. Are those people together or not? I thought they were enemies. Uh, no, 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 no. Edith We're talking about Lyle. Edith, oh, guy. Lyle. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Sorry, there's, going to, there's going to be a lot of NPCs, but they're all going to be different and unique. Gotcha. Good thing we have paper. Yes. <laughs> so, the final painting of the set is brought, um, is brought forth and sold. Matthias nods and sets down his gavel. We will now take an intermission. Uh, feel free to wander the galleries and on the first and second floor. But we must ask you that you refrain from entering any roped-off rooms for the sake of the family's privacy. Please enjoy the entertainment uh, provided by the band The Blue Larks. We will resume at 3.30. Dismissed. So, what would you like to do during this intermission? Um, Obviously, you two are. Yeah, we're jamming. (laughs) Herbert are are jamming. Uh, Just got a question. Australia. <laughs> um, so, uh, what do I do with the paintings? Do I hold on to them, or like they, they're getting wrapped, or what? Uh, yes. Yeah, so those will be um, they uh, are set aside in one of the upstairs rooms um, with the name on them, and at the end of the day, you will uh, collect them. Who, therefore, ensuring that no one tries to steal anything from you and such and such. Try to leave early. Well, you know, if you leave, you can leave early if you want. Um, the ferry isn't coming until late, however, um, if we need to, we can radio it in. No problem. Gotcha. Hey, you got anything to drink around here? Yes, yes, enjoy the, there's food out on the terrace. Alright, sounds good. And you got something to drink out there, though, that's my question. Yeah, that's prohibition, my friend. So that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> water. Just <laughs> that water yes, down. Have water. I, um... <laughs> Clovis is going to pull out a, a case of cigarettes, and he's going to pop one open, kind of sigh, and he's going to start smoking and walk outside. All right. Anyone else? What I, Mr. Frank Taylor, am going to snoop around 
in the restricted areas. Okay, of course. <laughs> so I'll get to you in a second. I just want to find out what Nigel are you going to do. Um, I'm going to sit and admire the band. Just... I'll sing it. I'll sing in your direction. I'm very, very. Nigel's very quiet and reserved. He's just gonna be chilling, listening. Like you can't tell that he's listening, but you know, you know. (laughs) Okay. So, Mr. Frank, um, you find your way up out on the second floor. Uh, if you want to take a look, oh, of course. I also marked off the areas. Excuse me, that were roped off by that symbol right there. Um, there's people wandering around. Um, his uh, there are some of his paintings hung up on some some of the walls. But yeah, so I guess we're gonna go first. So the staircase is here. Correct. Excellent. I'm going to uh, go down uh, this way toward what looks like a closet room. Okay. I'm gonna sneak on inside if possible. Make a stealth check. Oh god. Excellent. Oh, I'm actually not that stealthy as it happens. Uh, That is a 21 over 20. Oh, dang! First fade. <laughs> no, oh, I felt so hard. <laughs> All right, so um, you're about to touch the doorknob when one of the security guards say, "Hey, what do you think you're doing?" Oh, sorry, sir. Um, I just got turned around, and I, I just, um, I was with uh, the butler for a moment, and I can't seem to find where he is. He's downstairs. Oh, thank you, sir. I'll, I'll, I'll get right back to it. Good. I don't want to see you snooping around anymore, okay, sir? Absolutely. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you turn around, uh, you see from out of uh, another restricted room, you, know, you see the uh, short, stocky man. He's sneaking out of it. He's got, and he looks around and puts something behind his back, and then they makes eye contact with you. Uh, he that didn't, that doesn't translate the audio. Shit. It doesn't. <laughs> I make a a gesture that implies that I want money from him in exchange for staying silent. All right. Um, he kind of sighs and rolls his eyes and um, gestures over to follow him. I do so. All right. How much you looking for? How much is keeping that a secret worth to you? Those $20 sound. You gotta do better than that. Like, that could be anything in your pocket right now. $300. Sorry, $30. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, My mind was thinking $30, which would translate to about $300, but $300 was the last thought I thought of, and that came out instead of $30. $20, $300. (laughs) 
<laughs> what got me was how confident you were. Twenty dollars. Oh come on, you gotta do better than that. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll just pay for college. I was gonna be honest. I mean, like a hundred dollars for college. It's, oh, it's, it it's back in the day. I'll right? pay for you and your two kids to go to college. <laughs> All right. Thirty dollars. How does that sound? I think. I think. Thirty-five would do fine by me. Too much to pay for a fucking sketchbook. And he hands you thirty-five. Pleasure doing business with you, sir. Yeah, yeah. And I go to downstairs. It's a nice watch you got. Oh, as thank he, you. He calls as you're walking away. Um, and as you're going downstairs, uh, you hear a. Uh, heated argument uh, from another room (laughs) that is getting very uh, that is getting louder and louder the closer you get (laughs) I'm going to investigate further and listen in so you enter into the uh, second floor loggia which is a uh, kind of an open air uh, gallery and you see some of the guests just kind of standing back and there is Edith and Reginald just hammering back and forth. How can you call this art? This is more that surrealist bullshit. There is no skill, no no practicality this, to the surrealism movement. You uncultured swine. Surrealism is the new art movement of the future. And they look at you. You, what do you think? What do you think about this painting? Is it art or is it not? And it depicts, um, it's the, uh, a woman <laughs> lying on her back, appearing to be, like, melting on, like, this small mesa. Uh, above her is the sun that's shaped like a teardrop. And as you kind of step back, you realize it, it looks like a candle. So what do you think? Is it art or is it not? Now, I wouldn't presume to be an expert on things of the artistic persuasion. However, I would say that to the right person, that this could definitely be worth a lot. Um, I suppose that I guess it's not my place to say whether or not this is art. (laughs) Fine. We'll settle this ourselves. And they like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They go back They're to killing each other. Shit out of each other. <laughs> it's hard. No, no. Um, uh, they sigh and continue on. They continue verbally attacking each other. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else you guys would like to do? Um, I'm gonna see if I can't uh, sneak a close peek at my paintings okay. uh, upstairs. <clears throat> All right. Um, so uh, you walk upstairs as um, you pass by uh, this fancy-looking gentleman as he heads over, and you, you hear the argument going on. Um, um, so I'm passing by him, right? Oh, god damn. <laughs> How does it feel to not be the rogue anymore? How does it feel, Steven? I'm going to um, There's not very cleverly bump into him and attempt to lift something off. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. 95. Um, oh, no, it's good. Uh, eh, that's 13? Under 70? <laughs> yeah. Damn. 
Uh, You've lost your paintings. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, what's something valuable you've got on you, Clovis? I've got... I keep a, a thing of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> I'd be like one of those tins. Like a, like a flask. flask. A hip flask, yeah. Keep a hip flask. Like a fancy flask? In my tweed jacket so you can't see it, but like it's a nice, it's a silver one with gold trim and it looks like it's been nicely polished. Okay, you managed to lift that. Excellent. Lift his whiskey. Oh, sorry about that, sir. Um, I'll, I'll be careful next time. It's all right. I just need a fucking drink. <laughs> Um, this is prohibition. <laughs> you just go around saying that. You are a lawyer. I, have a lo- I know the law. I know the law. Lawyers are sleazy anyway, so. You gotta know the rules. I'm also. It's, it's worth yeah. noting, if I haven't said before, it's worth noting I'm also pretty young. I'm like 26. And so I'm like fresh out of law school. And I, I've kind of got that chip on my shoulder <clears throat> as <Okay>. well. <clears throat> Alright, so uh, you find your way up to. Um, now it's in the closet room is where the paintings are being kept. Um, and uh, you see uh, a man in a um, pinstripe suit and uh, fedora talking with Matthias, and he's like, in hushed tones, like, come on, how much do you want for the rest of it? So you can make sure I get the next one, the next few, how much is that? I'm not going to be bright. <laughs> Hello there. Uh, Clovis, what can I do for you? Take a long drag of my cigarette, and I kind of like I'm looking at him like really curiously, like inquisitive. I uh, I just wanted to check out the uh, paintings, but uh, looks like I found something else of interest. What's going on here, boys? The other guy lo- glares at Matthias and looks at you. Nothing. Now bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you just say? <laughs> Yeah, you heard me. Fuck off. What's your name, Bob? Chester Barlow. Heir to the Barlow fortune? I don't... I don't think a person of your uh, caliber may have heard of me, but my dad is the richest man in America right now. Well, uh... So I can do whatever the fuck I want. Well, that'll be a bit long to put on your tombstone. He clears his throat, and you see one of the um, the other men in a gray suit walk forward. He's he's large, um, kind of looks at you, flashes a gun in his jacket pocket. Now choose your next words very, very carefully. Instead of choosing my next words, I flick the cigarette on the ground in front of him, and I walk out. Keep an eye on him, bub. <clears throat> Alrighty. <laughs> Already making enemies. Yeah, I was Clovis? Say, probably really stupid. <laughs> uh, is there, uh, is there a bathroom? Yeah. Clovis <laughs> is gonna go wash his hands because he feels like dirty. Oh. Uh, it's the germophobia. It's coming back. <clears throat> <laughs> you bumped into the guy. I bumped into the guy. <laughs> oh, also, while I'm in the bathroom, I try and grab it by flask. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just ah oh, shit. <laughs> Alright, anything else, Nigel? You want to do something? Um, I am, uh, have they not gone to a particular floor? Um, they've mostly been on the fir- on the second floor. Second floor? Um, I'm gonna take a look at the gallery on the first floor, the, the paintings that are on display on the first floor. Okay. Um, they're more of the same kind of, uh, light Dali-esque 
style paintings. Um, uh, you see the, uh, the elegant looking woman in the artsy dress and uh, Lyle Norrington, who is talking with her and uh, also pulling out his wallet. Um, and as you get closer, he's like, come on, my wife really needs a paint. I didn't get any last time. Please, let me buy one of yours. Listen, there's more sets you can wait. I don't want to wait. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> and then they notice your approach. Uh, Hello there, fellow. What are you doing? How long have you been standing there? <laughs> there we go. Uh, not very long. Uh, I just, uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't help but, uh, over here. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, I am, uh, I, I'm here just, uh, to kind of practice my, uh, uh, people reading skills. Uh, Very interesting reason to be here. You can say that. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, if you want, uh, I can help you, uh, uh, with your timing on your bets for the next, for the next set. Give you a few times. What's in it for you? It's gotta be a catch. Uh, no catch. Like I said, I'm just here for the practice. Very well. Well, my boy, you've got a deal. Did I mention that that guy sounds a lot like the the the, or the cow wrangler from Home on, uh, Home on the Range? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, um, and he walks away. I'm leaving you alone with the elegant woman. You know, you shouldn't have done that. Uh, you're only encouraging him. What do you mean? He's a rich man and he knew what he wants. I guess he has to learn somehow. <laughs> I mean, if I had that kind of money, I'd be doing the same thing. No, you're not wrong. Uh, I'm Selma. Nice to meet you. Nigel, for speaking. Pleasure is all mine. Yes, uh, you like the uh, the art of Argo Finch? It's oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, I, I taught him this. I was uh, I was his mentor at uh, Miskatonic. I am the art professor there. Yeah, it pains me to be here, but. Who knows, right? Time is a uh, cruel mistress. Indeed it is. We're all, uh, we're all subject to its whim. Indeed. And uh, a call goes out. Uh, Fifteen minutes. Finish up your business. Fifteen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do in the last fifteen minutes? Your side is coming to a close. We don't listen to the band. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm probably listening to the band while stealing sips of whiskey here and there. <laughs> I'm vibing right now. Every, every once in a while, I'll make direct eye contact with you guys. Damn, I wish I was drunk. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
All right. Actually, um, after I've um, evaporated some of that whiskey, um, I'm going to bump back into him um, <laughs> and, and drop the flask. Um, <laughs> this probably won't work so well in hindsight, but I'm going to try to see what happens. <laughs> Please. Reverse pit pocket. It. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm gonna get a little flask of whiskey. <laughs> and she's like, oh, um, sorry, sir, I, I, I keep pumping into everyone today. Yeah, it's um, kind of weird, huh? I'm gonna try to sleight of hand his flask back on him. All right. Am I, wait, wait, wait. Of Am I, like, sketchy of this guy by now? Or you, can, like... you can make a psychology check <laughs> against him. If okay. whoever gets the better success... Okay. Well, it was. I was. I got forty nine out of twenty. Okay. 70, uh, oh no. Seventy three. I don't even pass. Um. So you, uh, <laughs> you, you feel, you're not sure what to think about him, and then he's, he, he's like, you feel his hand put the flask back into your pocket, and you just both kind of take a big eye con- awkward eye contact <laughs> with each other. And I, I I'm gonna <laughs> grab his hand. <laughs> Bourbon, eh? favorite. That's, uh, interesting. I just, I, I'm kind of feeling it right now, so I'm just gonna pull him in for a hug, and I'm gonna whisper, I'm gonna whisper into his ear, I'm so sorry. As, as he's doing this, I'm gonna try to steal something out of his <laughs> Wait, 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 do I, oh no, I, I don't have proficiency in this. Uh, oh, it, funny is there like a bare minimum or something like a five percent chance that I could do? Uh, let me see your character sheet. I, I don't know if I. I don't <laughs> think if, it, if you don't have a skill trained, you use 10%. the percentage next to it. Okay. Yeah. So for, for you, it's ten percent. You have a ten percent chance of doing this. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna reach in his back pocket and see what I find. Um, that's a fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna pretend I just gave him a pat on the bum. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting strange. <laughs> <I'm> stranger. <laughs> I, are they gay? Because I'm for the. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Oh, man. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> we both lose our license. I want No, that can't happen. <laughs> this is strike illegal. It. Strike it from the record. <laughs> this is the worst thing that's going to happen. We have to shut this whole Alright, start the whole thing over. <laughs> Cut. Take two. One, two, three, four. <laughs> okay. Alright. It's like giving someone a wrinkly dollar. It doesn't work. <laughs> Alright. So, eventually the people are herded back in. And, um, specifically you all noticed that, uh, there is significantly less people than started. Where there was 50, now there is 30. And the strange thing is, no one has called for the ferry. The ferry has not come. These people are completely and entirely unaccounted for. And that is where we'll end our session for tonight.
We sincerely thank you for listening to our story tonight, and we hope it gave you chills and thrills alike. Please join us next time for part two of The Nightmare on Canvas. Find us on Facebook at Tales from the Orn Library, or visit our website at talesfromtheornlibrary.com. Until next time, remember, the library is always open. <laughs>